Welcome to the Learning and Community Podcast, where every week we explore resources and ideas to maximize the impact of youth workers across our community. I'm your host, Rachel, with co-host Josh. What up, what up? And we're here this week to talk about the holidays and what happens when kids have questions about the holidays. Also, we have Danielle Bender joining us today. Say what's up, Danielle. Hey. Um, Danielle has done ministry with Josh and I for, you guys, what are we coming up on? Five, six. I think almost seven years. That is a minute. So we've been through a lot of holiday seasons together. <laughs> yes. We um, holidays together. Like the actual yes. days of Thanksgiving or Christmas a, or whatever. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, lots of food. I mean, it's sweet. It's special. We're it's kind fun. Of for it. It's memories. We have lots of memories. I have mem- memories of Josh dressed up as um. Okay. What did he, what did he make don't you dress do that. up as? Don't do that. The elf? I don't. Yeah. Definitely, yes. there was tights involved was for sure. <laughs> We're gonna strike this from the record. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys. What are your favorite holiday foods? Before we get into the nitty gritty, I'll be biscuits. What kind of biscuits? Like a good old biscuit with butter. Like a baking soda biscuit. Ooh, or baking powder okay. biscuit or whatever it is. I'll say my thing that I love is my mom's smoked salmon chowder. It's Ooh. so good. Hello, is that what she made at the house last year? Yes, yes. It is bomb. It's her Christmas Eve special. Yes. It is. Can we get some of it? I'll, I'll hook it up. I'll hook it Please. up. I know she's going to make it again. Actually, I found a recipe for sweet tea fried chicken. They brine the chicken in sweet oh. tea. I said, "Oh, I have to save that. I didn't know that was a thing." That's up there with the um the oh, Krispy Kreme peach cobbler that we saw. Oh yeah, that is <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I still think about it. What have the holidays looked like in our various seasons of ministry? Because we've done ministry in the capacity of like running a club and like serving kids that way. Like remember that year that my mom did the crafts and stuff for mm-hmm. our Christmas party. Like that's like one season that we've done ministry in. But then also we have this season right now where we're like not able to see kids mm-hmm. physically or in person. But specifically in this time of the year, what has it looked like? We have had I've actually had some great holidays. That's actually been one of my favorite parts of being a Sosa volunteer was like there was a couple times obviously where the three of us did holidays together. And then the kids would come over as well. And that was, like, one of my favorite, like, favorite parts of the holidays. I was always raised, like, you know, there's never too much, like, come one, come all. Like, it's mm-hmm. all good. Everyone's welcome. And so I love that, you know? Yeah. Um, But sometimes it's hard. So there's been hard holiday seasons, like, that I've had and, you know, that the kids have had. And so sometimes it's harder to, like, cultivate that. And so we're living in one of those times right now. Um, So I don't think it has to be anything, like, huge. Just, like you know, a touch point, like calling a kid or having a conversation and being intentional um, in some way. It doesn't have to be like a huge touch, yeah. I don't think. But. Well, because I, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like during this time of the year, everything about ministry, because if you're at all in touch with a church, this is like the most right. stressful time of year for it's pastors like and church leaders. Yeah. I mean, this and Easter, right? Yeah. So like, I think that there's like this weird, there's an expectation of us as, as faith leaders, right? Like of like how we're supposed to program this time or how we're supposed to connect or connecting with all the right community resources to get kids gifts. And mm-hmm. like, you know, just, it just feels like heightened in mm-hmm. every sense of the word. Like 
it's heightened for kids this time of year. It's heightened for us personally. It's heightened for the ministry. Like, you know, so mm-hmm. um, it, I don't know. Like, it just kind of feels like ministry on steroids yeah. <laughs> this time of year, I guess, uh, yeah. is what I'm, You're yeah. You're expected to perform a lot more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. it yes. can be, like, personally hard. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You are expected to, like, tell the birth of Jesus and the hope of Jesus in this season because this is when Jesus was born. Mm-hmm. And if kids are having a hard time, then we need to tell them about Jesus. And so, like, even I got an invite earlier today where someone's like, oh, would y'all like to share a message of hope to these kids who we've never talked to, right? Just like, yeah. but it is like this pressure to, like, give them Jesus now. It's yeah. Christmas season. It's this Jesus season. This is Christmas and Easter, right? It's yeah. Jesus' birth, Jesus' death. Those are the two times we got to give them Jesus. And if not, but it does make it, I think pressure does come from, like, kids as well because of just like the nature of our society where christmas is like consumer 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 like yeah they are expected you're expected to get a gift from somebody yeah like parents are expected to give their children's gift like right. if not they can't go to sc- go back to school or put it on instagram you know it's just yeah. like there's this expectation yeah. that they're going to get something and so i think as like faith leaders when we know kids aren't going to get that from their parents, like there becomes this pressure for us to fill that gap. It's like, well, they won't get anything, so we should do something for them. Because yeah. what else would we do? You know? Yeah. Um, so, how do you have a conversation with a kid about Christmas yeah. in the midst of Christmas and a pandemic? I laugh because I'm like, I know what the um, the like ministry student answer is, which is like. Oh, well, you tell them that gifts don't matter and like Jesus is their gift. Like, it just is, so, I, I almost can't even get it out. It's so corny. <laughs> um, yes, it is very corny. <laughs> be, and also, a conversation I never want to lead with. Yeah. Like, I, I've never had that conversation with a kid and I never want to, mm-hmm. not in that context. Like, because imagine, like, you have a single parent who is so stressed out by this time of year because they want to provide and their kid is like anticipating and expecting and is also like kind of holding this little thought in the back of their head that's like, I'm probably going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. So like that is the context in which we're trying to answer these questions mm-hmm. and like interact with a kid. And so we can't just like assume we're speaking that into a vacuum. And so to me, that like traditional response of like, well, Jesus is your gift is like, kind of tone deaf, you know, to the context uh, that we're working in. Step one is, like, just recognizing we're not going to be able to make it a good time for them, you know? Like, we're not, there's, we don't have the power to do that. Yeah. Um, And so I think it kind of points back to, like, being a good listener, like, a lot of things point back to when it comes to doing effective ministry, but, you know. Yeah, and, like, presence, too. Just being willing to be present. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think one of my first years of doing Sozo, I like bought these six boys gifts and they loved it, like loved it. But even me buying them presents didn't take a, take the place of the pain that their parents not getting them something. Like they still Uh, felt rejected and hurt from their parents. Even though I bought them great stuff. Right. It didn't take the place of it. Right. Like, but I think listening and being a presence like definitely is because we're not going to make up for yeah. that pain. Like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, and I think that's an unfair expectation that we place on ourselves. Like, well, the parent can't do it, so we can come in and be the Jesus. Like, yeah, but you can't take the place of that parent. It's right. not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, your $20 gift ain't that good, great. No. Right? So, 
Yeah. Presence. But yeah, I can learn presence is good, listening. And then I think honestly, also just having the conversation. Like mm-hmm. and not skating around, being afraid to like enter into like, oh, you're you you're gonna feel you feel disappointed and yeah. you feel hurt and you actually don't like Christmas even though right like and letting kids letting kids be okay yeah with having that and not necessarily rushing in and giving the like well Jesus is the gift that keeps on giving <laughs> and on this day ten thousand years ago he was born in a manger and he died on the cross all true stuff but right. That like doesn't like validate right. their story and their pain that they're going through, and I think we need in having a conversation like just have the conversation and be okay with not giving the answers right. to the conversation, just being a good listener and giving them presence. Because mm. God, like you know, Jesus is the gift. <laughs> like, he is like <laughs> totally true, and God is working in their lives. Mm-hmm. And there's times where we might be able to see that God is doing something like actively that we actually like are blessed to be able to like see that is happening. But if they can't see it, it can be kind of hurtful to like skip over all of the harm to just be like, what was it? Toxic positivity? Did somebody, yeah. One of you guys said something yeah. like that. Um, and so, yeah, it's like they might see, look back at this time in their lives in a few years um, and be like, oh, God was with me all along and this is what he was doing. But like when you're walking through that, it's like really hard to yeah to handle that. Practically what it's looked like in our ministry has been like creating tradition and mm-hmm. creating memories, you know, that like they, they might be really excited about in the moment or they might not care too much about. But like, I, I don't know, I think about some of the traditions that we started um, and were able to do consistently for a little while, like were ways to practically demonstrate what a gift mm-hmm. like Jesus is, right? Because mm-hmm. we don't get relationship with them without him. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have this job without Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, like all, that's like a really practical way for that to play out. It's yeah. like, yeah, I dropped food off at that kid's house and we got to connect for a brief moment because of COVID. But um, that is like part of what our tradition is this year Mm because we like to eat together or, you know, like there are practical ways to live out what you're saying when you say Jesus is a gift. Anything, anything. like, well, that's the worst gift because he can fix nothing. Like, you know (laughs) what I mean? Like everybody has like this concept that God, Jesus is good and their life is bad. So what does that say about Jesus or what does that say about them? Right. Can he be good if all this mess is happening? Like, and so it doesn't, actually set kids up for success mm. and like actually like understanding who Jesus really is yeah. because they don't see it in their lives. Okay. So we're going to do take three a little bit different this week. Practically in this season, if we were to think each of us like about one kid in our life and ministry right now, what is like one practical way that you could demonstrate the character of God? Something that I do. Um, I'll send a kid a pizza. I was like, all right, I got a pizza. Come to your house. Jump on Zoom. We're going to eat and talk together. That's just a very, because we would eat together, but you can't necessarily do that right now. Yeah. But all right, here's a gift. Here's a pizza that you didn't have to pay for. Right. And then while you're eating, let's just talk. Let's just be. Um, That's good. Be that present. And we know Jesus likes food. Yep. He's preparing a table for us. Okay. On that table will be a feast. Come, Come on. on. <laughs> so, um, food is biblical, Fasting people. Fasting celebration. <laughs> okay. Just bring it back. So round out the year. Come on. Come on now. Jesus loves food. So, okay. you know, that's that's just something that I 
have been and probably will do during this Christmas time. It's like, all right, Uber eats you some food and let's talk. Um, Mine's like along the same line, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but one of the girls that we've all mentored, it was actually really hard for me on Thanksgiving because the girls have been at my family's Thanksgiving and other holidays mm-hmm. like for years. Yeah, and they were so missed, and it was you know it was it made sense to not have them there, um, but. One of the girls sent me a picture of a caramel cake because I love making caramel cake always. Oh. And she was like, I replied and I was like, oh my gosh, whose is this? And then she told me and she's like, don't worry, I didn't have any. I would never have anyone else's caramel cake. <laughs> and that was so sweet. Like, uh, she totally speaks like my love language when it comes yeah. to this kind of stuff. But I was like, how can I figure out how to get her a caramel cake for Christmas? Because when you're talking about yeah. traditions and stuff, like creating our own traditions, that has been like a huge that's been a huge piece that I've like really cherished. Yeah. So it's like, you know, not exactly right online, but still has the same theme. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think one of my, I don't know if I'd even call it a tradition, but like one of my um, gifts is words and just being able to like, really like mm-hmm. see in a kid and like, it, something about the holidays makes everybody kind of emotional. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a perfect time to remind kids like who God made them to yeah. be mm-hmm. in a way that's not corny, but like, it's just like, so, so I'll write a card. And um, I think that's what I'm going to do this year is just like drop off a card with like a little something. My mom likes to do like crafty stuff. So I'm sure she'll like put a little basket or whatever together. <laughs> um, but like my piece of it is the card mm-hmm. um, and just getting a chance to like really speak into the heart of who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I feel like too, during Christmas when you're disappointed and feel like your life is garbage, mm-hmm. like, it means something to mm-hmm. still know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I think that that is probably the practical step I'm going to take. Yeah. Very simple stuff. Nothing like extremely yeah. over the top. And I mean, if, I think if people want to do gifts and all this type of stuff, like more power to you, go ahead. But <laughs> I don't think you have, to, you don't have to do that. It can be the very small things because you still want to, foster relationship right. out of all of this mm-hmm. so small practical things and just being able to again have the conversation like let's talk about how you're feeling right about christmas and yeah well and you spoke to too of like the disappointment leaves a wound that like a gift physical gift can't fill and like we can't replace but like there's opportunity there for us to speak into the wound. Mm-hmm. There's a huge opportunity there and so if we see this time of year as that mm-hmm. as opportunity i think so win. Mm-hmm. Thank you everyone for tuning in and listening to us this week. We hope that you will be back next week as we start to explore and unpack more hard questions.